you fired it first shot! Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. 119! 180! Hosted by career Las Vegas odds makers Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Featuring comedian Brant Tobler. The best way to ignore the noise is to be the noise. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Mahomes has to get rid of the ball. Finds Kelsey. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. You've waited all week, and kickoff is here. Here we go! Let's jump behind the counter at the Superbook with Jay Cornegay and John Murray to grab the edge that you need ahead of this weekend's NFL action. That's what makes the NFL the NFL. You don't know any given Sunday. Here's your MC, Brant Tobler. It's time for another episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast. The line starts here. I'm your host, Brant Tobler, and as always, I'm joined by my guys out in Vegas, Jay Cornegay, and we welcome back John Murray from his trip to Ohio to watch a pathetic men's soccer team play in the cold. I'll start with you, John. How was the trip, and what a disappointing performance. Well, they won the game. I mean, what, what exactly were you expecting, Brent? I don't know. I just expect us to have, like, someday have a real soccer team. That'll be good. <laughs> we, we, got a, we got a good team. It's not great, but we're going to make it to the World Cup. Uh, hopefully we can make a little noise in the World Cup. Good trip. It's tough for me to come back, though, try to fill in for Cincinnati Rex. I'm sure he was awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I just, I'm not as opinionated as Rex. You know, we were, we were over in the, in the convention area yesterday. I was, I was there listening in as the guys were working on props. And Rex just has strong convictions about, like, every single prop. I mean, even like the, even like the cross-sport ones that no one has – hardly anyone's even going to bet. And Rex is like, oh, that's a terrible number. I'd make a huge bet on that. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I barely even have an opinion. Uh, the, the, the guy, I mean, he makes for good, uh, good radio. He is an he, opinionated young man. Yeah, he, he was fun to have on, but you're right. He, he's our Stephen A. Smith of the show. He comes in and he's got some hot takes on everything. But <laughs> we're, we are glad to have you back. Jay and I missed you. Jay, let's, uh, let's dive into last weekend's games. Uh, the Bengals game, obviously, I think the whole world liked the Chiefs. How, how did the games go for you uh, as far as from the betting side? Well, as you can imagine, having the underdog Bengals uh, go, into, or go into Kansas City and win outright was a very positive result for us. So we got off to a great start. Now, the second game was a little different. We um, gave some back in, in most jurisdictions. Uh, we had a couple of jurisdictions that did okay despite the game landing three. But, uh, you know, three wasn't the best uh, case scenario for us uh, out here in Nevada. But uh, John and I were talking about it earlier, and he mentioned, yeah, but it was very good for us in Colorado. So mixed results on that second game, but overall a very positive day for us. That's great. Well, yeah, speaking of Rex, Rex was, uh, I think, the only person in the world on the under of the Chiefs which looked like it was going to fly over, John, but old Rex was right about that. What did, yeah, what did you think of the games? Man, I was worried about Rex when, uh, when Cincinnati, before halftime, Cincinnati threw a long touchdown pass to Samaji Pirine to make it 21-10. to 10. And I, I took one look at Rex, and I was starting to worry about the kid. He was not, he, <laughs> he was not happy with that touchdown. Let me tell you guys that. But uh, I, I thought the games were pretty entertaining. 
you know, the, the first game, it really came down to Kansas City's execution. At the end, there wasn't any, and they walked off the field with nothing. And then at the end of the game, down first and goal, they're down by a field goal, and it, it looked like they were more concerned with running out clock than just getting the touchdown and taking the lead. And they had to settle for a field goal, and the game went to overtime, and obviously they lost. So Kansas City really mismanaged the end of the first half and the end of the game. And that's why we're going to be talking about the Bengals in the Super Bowl the next two weeks. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I usually enjoy Romo, but he, I thought he was really bad on that game. And they, and they were really over, they were talking about the Bengals like they were for sure to score if the Chiefs scored back. It was just a weird, I think everybody overthought the end of that game and they should have just yes. jammed it in. But it was good for you guys. Uh, Jay, I know this is the week, the, the, the props you guys have been working, I know you guys work on the props all year long, but they, uh, Props come out what tonight? Is that when everybody comes and gets their packets? Yep, it's that's true. It's uh, tonight at seven p.m. Pacific time. Now that's just at the retail outlet here in Las Vegas. Uh, the props will not be available on the other apps in all our other jurisdictions until Friday. So the guys have been cranking it out. In fact, they've been working on this stuff for a, a couple weeks now. But over the last uh, couple of days, as John mentioned, they've been crunching the numbers in a ballroom. You know, on, on the other side of the property is it's okay. We give them some water, and uh, you know, we change the paper in there every once in a while, so they're good. Oh, Jay, Jay's Jay's downplaying that, Brent. I mean, it was there was catered food. There was staffers coming and going. Uh, Rex uh, Rex looked like he was having a pretty good time. Let me tell you that. Much. Yeah, ah, they deserve it. They, you guys put together an incredible packet. Oh. Um, Jay, so what off the top of your head, total? What? How many props you got? You 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 have a number? Never do. I never count them. I have never counted them. I wait for somebody else to do it because I have no uh, idea. <laughs> I know that we have about 34 pages of legal size paper uh, full of propositions. So I'm going to guess it's just over 500. Wow. And uh, I think that will be a, another record as uh, Ed and the team really came out with uh, some, some new ones and, and – and, they got really creative. We're, we're, we're trying to find you know, propositions that really you know, get some interest. Uh, it's really disappointing to us when we come up with a proposition and it's bet lightly. It's very disappointing. We do all that work and no one really cares about it. We're always trying to find propositions that are going to gain the public interest. And I think some of the new ones that he put up uh, this year are going to do exactly that. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to see them. I always like the creative ones. John, is there any, any ones off the top of your head that you remember from the packet that, that you like or you thought were, were pretty clever? Yeah, I, I really like what the guys did this year. It was Ed's idea, Ed Salmon's idea. They added in, will Joe Burrow have a pass reception? Will Matthew Stafford have a pass reception? I thought that was fun. You always want them to be as simple as possible. Those are the ones you're going to get the most money on because anybody can understand them. Even casual people can understand them. I like two of the ones that we did. Uh, we did some cross-sport ones involving teams in the NCAA basketball tournament, which is next month, obviously. So you, so you can bet, like, what will be more, NCAA tournament wins by Gonzaga or receptions by Tyler Boyd in the Super Bowl? And we've got That's a awesome. few like that that involve Arizona, Purdue, and a couple other teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. I thought those were fun because they go into the future, but they only go, like, a few more weeks. March is just around the corner. I think we're going to get a good response to those. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. action. That's action for two months, you know. So, yeah. I, right, right. I, you know, and not to mention a lot of them that uh, visit us here in Las Vegas, you know, go home, but they still have plenty of action and follow those teams, you know, throughout the tournament. So I thought that was very creative on Ed's part. Yeah, that's great. You know what, Jay? That's a good question. I, just real quick, if you can you mail in your ticket, or how does that work? If you if you come to the Superbook and bet something, and then come back home, can you just mail in your ticket? And you guys will send out a check. Yep, that's exactly how it works. Uh, we have a retail outlet in Colorado, as most of you know, and Blackhawk uh, with our partners, uh, the, the lodge up there, and it works uh, the same way in both jurisdictions. You just uh, follow instructions on the back of the ticket. Mail it in, and we'll send you a check out as soon as we can. Cool. Well, you know what? Let's start looking into this game. I know we're still over a week out, but I'm sure there's been some action. Uh, Jay, looking at the line right now, looks like you guys have it. Uh, the Rams are four and a half, total forty eight and a half. Uh, are you seeing a lot of action so far? Or do you think uh, with the props coming out and everything, everything will start picking up probably tonight? Uh, it's been typical. Super Bowl betting so far. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of movement on the Rams early when it went from three and a half up to four and a half. We saw the total drop from fifty and a half down to forty-eight and a half, and that's pretty much where the market stands: four and a half and forty-eight and a half. But you just, you know, you just you could look at our our application here that uh, all of us have, and just watch the bets just kind of trickle in, and that's very typical at this point. Tonight, starting tonight, all the bets will be or most of them, will be concentrating on the propositions. And then once we get to Super Bowl weekend, you're probably looking at around 70 to 80% of all monies will come in the last two or three days. So it's uh, calm before the storm, but it's all about the propositions for the next five or six days. Yeah. John, do you – I see that it looks like a lot of money's early on the under. I would assume that this big public game would be a big overbet. Um, and, and I also – is this like a big money line game where you we're going to see if, if you're taking the bingos, a lot of people will take the, the money line instead of take the points? Yeah, the, the public loves to bet the underdog on the money line in the Super Bowl. That's that's very common. I mean, we're going to get a lot of support for the Rams too, but there'll be a lot of tickets on Bengals money line. We've got that at plus 175 right now. The sharp bets, like Jay mentioned, so far have been on the under in that game. We opened this total 50 and a half. And, and we've moved it all, or 51, I'm sorry. And we've moved it all the way down to 48 and a half. So big movement on the total. But we know next week when the public gets to town, they're going to give us a lot of under bets. I mean, I know we took some sharp bets on the under early, but we'll be rooting for a low-scoring, boring game next Sunday when the game starts. Uh -huh. You mean there would be a lot of over bets, John, right? Yeah. That's what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, excuse me. The public, the, no, no, no. The public is going to bet the over. The, the yes. sharp guys are going to bet the under. But, yeah, the, the, the public people that are coming in next week are going to bet the over. I'm sorry. So the yeah. advice so, is, uh, that's what John's saying is exactly right. When they come in next week, it's all going to be on the over, which is understandable because they usually uh, like to bet for things to happen. They bet more overs than unders. They bet yeses more than noes. Uh, they, they bet for things to happen. And so uh, if you're looking to bet the under, I certainly wouldn't do it until next weekend. Mm -hmm. um, Jay, as far as like – I know you guys said you were heavy on the Rams on the futures. Is, is this – is it too early to tell what side you're going to need or, or is the Rams futures that high that you think you'll definitely need the Bengals? You know, looking at the early ticket counts, 
uh, it surprises me to see over 70% of the tickets on the point line, on the spread, come in on Cincinnati. Uh, normally, even this early, we would see a majority of those type of bets on the point line being on the favorite. Uh, we expect the underdogs uh, to get a lot of the, uh, the, the tickets uh, and, as John said, the recreational public player to bet the underdog on the money line. But what really surprised me is the, the, the number that we're seeing on Cincinnati on the point line. So I, with that said, I, I know, John, you know, I, you might have a different opinion as of now, but that's kind of throwing me off a little bit because I'm thinking that we're going to need the Bengals there's part of me now that there's uh, people warming up to Joe Burrow and these Bengals that it might not be as lopsided as we expected or as, as we thought just a couple of days ago. I think it's going to be very balanced, but when it comes down to it, uh, I, I think the best case scenario for the book will be the Rams to win by one, two, or three uh, and possibly cover the point spread if the, the betting continues uh, like it has over the last two or three days. Mm-hmm. It's definitely possible. It would surprise me a little bit, though, because we have we have such a great futures position on Cincinnati and such a bad one on the Rams. I'd be a little surprised, but but having said that, I, I Jay's exactly right. I'm, I'm shocked by how one-sided the point spread bets have been. The point spread bets have been on the Bengals. I expected the money line to look like that, but not the point spread. So so far, the betting's been pretty surprising. All right. Well, you know, we're still a week out. I think uh, next week's episode we'll, we'll have a lot more, you know, insight, and, and, and I, I think you guys will have an idea where it's going. Um, you guys just talked about the futures, so let's talk about that real quick. I saw, Jay, you guys put out the Super Bowl odds for next season, and I was surprised that uh, – I wasn't surprised, but that the Bills are, are currently the favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, they're right up there. I mean, they were really impressive. It, it, it was such a you know, fantastic game, and they could have easily – be in the Super Bowl right now, but uh, uh, they, they're a very young team. They have all the parts. They have a great quarterback. They have a great coach. It, I think their division is still going to be weak, and I think next year there's a good chance that they could be playing at home for the uh, AFC Championship. Uh, there, there's a little bit of gap there. I, I think Kansas City is probably the only one right now that is a big threat. There's a couple others that are probably just outside that top tier. But Buffalo looks like they're in position to have a pretty gaudy record next year, get that home field advantage, and they'll be very tough uh, to beat if they're playing at home in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. You know what I was looking at, John, was the NFC, especially with Aaron Rodgers kind of up in the air. I I saw you guys had like – it looked like you have uh, the Rams, Dallas, and San Francisco as your NFC favorites. And I imagine – Tampa was there as of two days ago when Tom Brady left, but it sure seems to me like there might be some value in the NFC because it seems wide open. We're, we're not wide open. Maybe there's only like three good teams where the AFC seems like that's where the, the, the four or five best teams will be next year. Well, imagine if Aaron Rodgers does get traded to an AFC team and he's been linked to the Broncos. We've all heard about that. He could potentially maybe go to the Steelers. That's the way they're betting us. That's the way they're betting us at the Superbook in Colorado. I'll tell you right now, we're taking all kinds of bets on the Steelers out there. People must think Rodgers is going there. If Rodgers does move from NFC to AFC, almost all the best quarterbacks in the NFL will be in the AFC. And, yeah, the, <laughs> NFC, the NFC would be wide open. We don't even know who the 49ers quarterback is going to be next year. And we still have them as the second-best team in the NFC alongside Dallas 
just behind the Rams. And it's it's because look at the quarterbacks right now. The best quarterbacks in the NFL, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, potentially Aaron Rodgers, all in the AFC. It could be a wide open race in the NFC next year. Yeah, and, and I think uh, some of those numbers reflect all those unknowns. You know, we got like for example the Broncos. We got them at twenty to one, not knowing where Rogers is going to go. But all of a sudden they sign Rogers. The Broncos could be like ten to one or twelve sure. to one. Uh, if uh, he goes somewhere else, the Broncos could be over thirty to one. You know, so a lot of those thoughts and possibilities are reflected in these early lines. And by the way, John. No one has bet your commanders yet. We got zero tickets really? on them. Zero. Oh, man. That's shocking because, I mean, Sorry. they've got that's such a well-oiled machine of an organization. I would have expected there to be people running to the window to put money down on them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, so if you're out in Vegas, it's funny that we just talked about this. Get your, uh, get your future bet. West, uh, Superbook always has the best odds, I think. You guys are always moving them and – and I think give the fairest odds. So get your ticket, and then when you fly back home, when your team wins the Super Bowl, you can mail it in, and Jay will send you a check. This episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and their new performance package 4.0 is their best offer yet. Show off your best 2022 self with Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0 Electric Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Crop Reviver, Travel Bag, and Anti-Chafe Boxer Briefs. All included in your shipment. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code SUPERBOOK20. Support the Superbook Sports Podcast and get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code SUPERBOOK2020. It's time for The Big Ticket. Hey, John, any tickets make you do a double take this week at the Superbook? It's all relative, right? I mean, most of the bets we've taken so far... Like 20,000, 25,000 on the Bengals' money line is one. Some $20,000 bets. One guy bet 20,000 on Rams' team total over. I mean, that is a significant amount of money, but the bets that we're going to take next week are going to make those look so small. I mean, the really significant bets are, will probably come in next Saturday and Sunday, the weekend of the game. Mm hmm. Jay, when you have like your big players, do they come in for the whole weekend or they'll fly in and, and just be there on Sunday? Or are you kind of entertaining all, all your big players all weekend? Well, that's what's so great about the Super Bowl in Las Vegas is because it's not just about game day. There's so many other events going on. Uh, you know, this year we, we have a few things going on in the off weekend as we host the NHL All-Star Game and the Pro Bowl. But Super Bowl weekend, we have uh, we have parties Friday night. We have parties Saturday night. We have day parties. We got day drinking going on here, Brant. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, you know the the game on Sunday. So when most of the of our VIPs will arrive on Friday, and they'll take off uh, later on Monday. It it they certainly milk it, and I don't blame them. I would probably be doing the same thing. You know, a three day weekend out here, it's tough to beat. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Big week for you guys. Um, okay, we'll talk more Super Bowl next week. Let's see what else is going on. You know, we'll start. I got a couple just questions for you guys about the business of the legalized gambling. But before that, you just brought up the All-Star game. I forgot it's this week. Uh, we got a kind of week of, of fun. We got the Pro Bowl, the All-Star game, UFC. Is this? Is, I, I want to touch on the All-Star game first, Jay. Is this something being in Vegas you think you'll get more action than usual? 
Most likely, but I would categorize those events like the NHL All-Star Game and the Pro Bowl more viewing events than betting events because traditionally neither one of them got a lot of betting action. I I think that's going to continue this year. However, because of the explosion of sports betting, and it is being hosted here in Las Vegas, that will probably see an uptick uh, on some of that action. Yeah, I'll definitely be betting it because I'm a true degenerate. And if it's on TV, I got to bet it. But Jay, let me stay on that right now. I was wondering, I was thinking about you the other day. Has all this online betting hurt Vegas? Have you seen a slump in the numbers or is it making more people want to gamble and maybe come to Vegas? Well, I, you know, going back to the expansion of just casino gambling in, in other states and other jurisdictions, and we see it pretty much widespread throughout the country. I'm talking about casino gambling, slots, and table games. You know, there was a big concern out here how that was going to have a very negative impact on Las Vegas, but it did the total opposite. It was it introduced uh, you know gambling and, and you know uh, entertainment and a lot of fun to uh, people that never experienced that before. And eventually, they come out here and the numbers haven't suffered at all. We're seeing the same type of phenomenon in uh, sports betting as the you know, sports betting overturned a, a, a couple of years ago, it really gave that opportunity to a, a lot of people to, to place bets for the first time. And, you know, maybe they were doing it, uh, you know, through illegal channels. Maybe it was, they were just introduced to sports betting. But I, I feel that it's just feeding each other. And, mm-hmm. and what we're seeing... Across the country are, are some record numbers, including Las Vegas. The operators out here had a record handle in 2021. I, I expect that to continue in 2022 and beyond that. But uh, it, it seems like a feeding frenzy as these different jurisdictions are just feeding off one another. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I love to be able to bet from my couch, but I mean, John, I don't know if there's a better and i'm not just saying this because you guys work at the westgate but when that place gets rocking on on game day and everybody's in there the excitement of an end of a game i mean winning your bets always a thrill and losing bets crushing on a big bet but man being in there when it's rocking i don't know if there's a better experience in vegas for me well being in here for the big events is awesome i mean i think yeah. what the i think what the mobile app does is it just helps your day-to-day grind it gets you a lot of extra bets on a slow day today. Like we're talking on a Thursday in February with just college basketball, hockey, and pro basketball. It's not a lot going on today, but we'll get more day-to-day handle because of the convenience of people being able to bet on their mobile apps. That's not going to mean that people aren't going to come in here for March Madness, for the Super Bowl. They're still going to do that because the atmosphere in here is great. I mean, the atmosphere we had on Sunday was awesome too. I mean, you should have heard the roar of the crowd when – Tart dropped that interception, mm-hmm. which probably, I mean, if, if he intercepts that pass, the 49ers take over at midfield. The Rams have no timeouts left. I know there was about nine minutes left, but the Rams are in a lot of trouble. And that was about the easiest interception I can ever remember, and he dropped it. And there was a huge roar of the crowd here at the Superbook for that play. That's definitely fun, and you just can't recreate, recreate that atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. So if uh, if you're heading to, to Vegas anytime soon, make sure you guys head over to the Superbook and see it. I'll let you guys get out of here this week. We'll keep it simple this week because next week is what we've been working towards and I think will be a bigger week. So uh, we will, we'll talk about more props and the Super Bowl next week. And uh, good luck tonight, John and Jay. 
getting these props out and uh, congratulations on all the work you guys did because it is the, the props you guys have changed the game and I, I can't wait to see them. All right, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, bud. Talk next week. All right, that'll do it for another uh, week of the Superbook Sports Podcast. This weird week between the Super Bowl. I can't wait for next week. I can't wait to hear all about the Super Bowl bets and the props. It's the biggest game of the year, so I'm looking forward to that. As always, if you're anywhere near Colorado, come out to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk. We will be having a Super Bowl party in Colorado. And, of course, as Jay said at the Superbook, there will be parties going on all weekend. I uh, appreciate I saw a couple of you guys left comments and we had a couple more five-star reviews. So thank you for taking the time to do that. It only takes a second and it really helps out the show. And as always, you can follow us on Superbook Sports on all social media or go to superbook.com. That's it for this week. Next week's the big one. So uh, looking forward to it. We'll talk to you guys next week. You've been locked into the Superbook Sports Podcast. You get a win. You get a win. Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Brant Tobler. I need some more of that. Come on. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the world of the NFL. Hey, you thought you were going to get me, huh? Hell no. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com, home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and their new Performance Package 4.0 is their best offer yet. Show off your best 2022 self with Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0 Electric Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Crop Reviver, Travel Bag, and Anti-Chafe Boxer Briefs. All included in your shipment. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code SUPERBOOK20. Support the Superbook Sports Podcast and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code SUPERBOOK20.